0: What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LaVon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, it's a, another great weekend. It's an MLK weekend, right? Um, yeah. If you're tuning to the show, uh, check us out Monday and Tuesday for our topics, Wednesday for our discussion. Thursdays, uh, Ask Us SP hasn't kicked off this year yet. Uh, and then Fridays, we talk about everything else. So if you're tuning in the Friday episode, we talk about uh, sports, games, media, uh, just anything we've consumed uh, over the, uh, the the past week. So a lot, a lot of bills talk, we're going to be this week. Super excited. <laughs> we got nice. that W. Um, to catch up just on one thing from last week, uh, the Apple HomeKit situation has been uh, has been patched. So if you have the latest and greatest patch, or you're need the great latest greatest patch, you should be good to go. Not really much to talk about there, but I just wanted to, to bring it up for continuity's sake. Um, but for this week, I give it to Levan.
1: Yes, sir. So we got a we got a live one from uh, the Hacker News. Um, this is from our, our good friend Ravi Ravi uh, Lakshmanan. Uh, this one is talking about the uh, FBI, NSA, and the CISA uh, warning of uh, Russian, Russian hackers targeting critical infrastructure. Um, and this this article kind of stems from, you know, we've had tensions with U.S. and Russia uh, over Ukraine and uh, Kazakhstan. Uh, basically, you know, we've had some altercations there. I think Russia has uh, been making some actions like they're about to invade into that territory. So we've been kind of, uh, uh, kind of pushing back with our government, trying to... Uh, Prevent that from happening, but as a result, it looks like there is potential for uh, Russia to be uh, kind of orchestrating some attacks, some cyber attacks with you know Russian state-sponsored uh, actors. Um, so they, these various organizations, um, like I mentioned, the CISA and FBI, NSA, they've been they've been trying to um, trying to give, give like heads heads up notification to uh, companies out there that you know this could be coming or right, this is kind of coming pretty soon from Russia from sp- uh, state-sponsored actors, and that uh, people should be on the um, you know be aware of it and be prepared to uh, respond as as required. Um, an article actually shows off some uh, list of flawed uh, exploits um, uh, I'm sorry, a list of flaws exploited by the Russian Russian hiking groups to gain an initial foothold. Um, and some of the flaws they they mentioned, um, they cover various operating systems and services like uh, they have some VPN, uh, for, uh, Fortigate, Forti, Fortigate. I'm not sure if that's how to said that Fortigate or FortiGate or something. Uh, Cisco routers, Oracle, web logic servers. They have uh, even Microsoft Exchange, Sys, uh, Citrix, VMware. Uh, so it goes on to list a bunch of those vulnerabilities that are out there that these known these Russian groups are known to be hacking um, and taking advantage of. Um, and one thing that says here is that the actors have been have demonstrated the ability to maintain persistent undetected long term access in compromised environments, including cloud environments by using legitimate credentials. Uh, so these groups are actually able to, you know, uh, obtain these credentials, you know, whether it's uh, some phishing attack or um, whether using some old fashioned hacking moves and, and decrypting passwords or guessing people's passwords. Uh, they're able to get into these systems and they actually just you know they use these systems to use these passwords accounts to make lateral movements and gain uh, enhanced privilege access into systems and it's kind of uh, this kind of daisy chain and build build off of the initial access and, and just get control of the entire environment. so um, you know these hackers are are, are sophisticated and again, sponsored by their by Russia so they have a lot of money behind them to uh, to, to kick off a lot of these attacks but um you know some of the things that they, they mentioned as well uh, to increase your cyber resilience uh, against the threats. The agencies recommend mandating multi-factor authentication, which obviously I'm a big fan of, um, and looking out for signs of abnormal activity implying lateral movement, uh, enforcing network segmentation, and keeping operating systems, applications, and firmware up to date. So these are some you know a few uh, suggestions from them to you know help secure your environment to help it make you know make it more cyber resilient. Um, it even goes on to say you know you can implement robust log uh, collection and retention as well as require accounts to have strong passwords um, and listen some more. but um, it's it's just something that we all need to be aware of. We talk about this kind of stuff on a, on the show a lot. Um, just having that that cyber presence and be you know have a game plan, have things in place. so if you do get compromised, you have a a uh, a quick quick note or uh, you have like a quick access or you have a, a a strategy to implement right away that you know is is, uh, is going to be effective to recover your systems or to lock them down or whatever you whatever you need to do to get your systems up and running. But uh, this is a really interesting interesting article. Obviously, with the Ukraine stuff going on, Ukraine and Russia uh, issue going on, it really ties into a lot of uh, a lot of things that we're dealing with uh, as of late with the U.S. government. But uh, with that said, uh, Shannon, you have
2: some thoughts on this one? So, so I do, right? So, like for me here's what gets me with this article right so you went through uh you went through listed a few of the things that they were talking about that are being exploited right but as you look at these and you look at the cves on them and, and, and you actually look them up we're talking about things that are three and a half you know almost four years old you know what i mean like it's not like they're going around and they're doing anything new or, or have some type of new technology they're going after old stuff that should have been patched that is made available to users of this of this hardware and software you know what I mean? When it comes to Cisco and exchange, like they're not right. hiding, they're not hiding these fixes from you, right? They have a website, a legitimate website you go to, you download it, you know, you fix it, you go on your way. Um, so uh, again, like, I, I hate to say you get what you deserve, but you kind of get what you deserve with some of the stuff that they're they're warning about, right? So like <laughs> FBI, NSA, and Scissor are saying, hey, watch out for these things, but the things they're targeting. It's not, anything new no granted there are there are some new ones on there right there are some things that okay if you have somebody that's not paying attention uh they could be be exploiting something that's from you know last year or within the last few months but for the most part when you look at this list i mean we're talking stuff that goes back three and a half years three years two years two and a half years um people should already be on this like they're not telling you anything new and even the best practices that they mentioned in the article here right um implement robust log collection and retention yeah you should be doing that anyway right that's a good practice across the board anyway uh, require accounts to have strong passwords duh yeah you should be doing that already right um mfa like you were talking about you should be doing that already right uh, disable all unnecessary on all unnecessary portion protocols things we should be doing right you should be locking that stuff down anyway you don't just leave those open um for any applications you have that's, a, that's another attack vector for somebody to go after right so i i, I don't know this is uh, i i i'm flustered i'm a little flustered because it's like come on people like we should know this stuff now especially when you're when you're a major company right like if you you're trying to gain trust of the people you know what i mean um you should definitely be watching out for it because when it's little silly stuff like this like when you have to admit that you got hacked by something that was not patching your system it's three and a half years old like the people should be like okay well let's tar and feather them now you know right I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> right but yeah that's my thoughts on it ryan what you got
0: no i can't disagree with you at all uh but um i, th- I think If if for this to work, they're targeting people who don't have teams. So you have businesses that just don't have security teams that are ignorant, uh, because a lot of stuff, like you said, is fundamentals. Right? It's just common sense, like things that are baked into all of our certifications and experiences and and education. Uh, So they're targeting people who, either they they are ignorant and they just like you know I, I have a server that's you know front front facing you know not patched on. Apache 1995 or <laughs> I don't know if it existed <laughs> 95, but um, and I think on the other side it, it has to be companies where uh, you don't have a a strong um, uh, sizzle or security team presence, right? So, so there's somebody at the top making all the decisions and, and cutting back costs. Like we'll we'll continue to use this end of life uh, software until we no longer can use it, right? Because it's saving us money. And that yes. that software is vulnerable. Um, so that, I think it's those two perspectives. Like if you have somebody in the middle who has a, a, a any type of team, then they're, they're taking care of this stuff. That like you don't have a, a three to four year flaw or you're not running off of um, software at Microsoft or, or Google or Smiles is like, you won't even use this anymore. It's not even supported. <laughs> like we, we've been moved off of that. Um, so I, I think those are the those are the the targets. It's the top and bottom. It's not it's not no longer in the middle when it comes to this type of stuff.
2: If the person at the top is making those decisions uh, or making the decision and comes to that conclusion, their risk accept, risk acceptance needs to be reevaluated. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no way you sit there and say, okay, we're saving money by doing this. Like, especially if you're at the top of a company, right? You always are thinking in in terms of money and what it'll cost you. Right. And we, and I say this a lot on on this podcast, public trust, like that's where you can lose people. And again, it could be a little mom and pop store. Right. Like I, I hear you on that. Um, if it's a little yeah. mom and pop place but they should be even more careful right because they can't they can't give any leeway to any of the big chains or anything like that that they're competing against right like you can't stand to lose those customers especially in this day and age
0: yeah yeah like a bad business continuity and then you're down for x amount of days and now you're bankrupt right um but i think on on the other side though the the the, the busy business-minded non-tech savvy person who's in charge of the company can take that gamble. they were be like, you know what, we won't get hit. And there's millions of companies that don't get hit. Um, but then when you do get hit, like, that person gets the golden parachute and gets to go away. So, <laughs> they're like, mm. right. I hedge, <laughs> hedge my bets. Uh, so that's why I, I was uh, actually, I uh, watched a conference two days ago, um, where they're they're kind of discussing the future and, you know, how, how um, hacks will impact our lives more, you know, traffic lights and uh, e-wallets and things like that being hacked can, can have ripple effects. Uh, and in it, the keynote speaker, um, she brought up a, a good point. Like some some companies have the CISO and CTO either side-by-side or the CISO is over over um, in, in the actual C-suite. And that actually does uh, create a more robust company. Um, like, you know, interact and, and, and uh, uh, bounce back quicker than, than we are seeing where the, the CISO or, or whomever uh, doesn't have any pull when it comes to the board. They're just more like reactionary. Uh, so I thought it's pretty good. I was like, I didn't even know companies were doing that. And uh, she happened to be working with or for a company that actually does have it, uh, they were side by side. So that, that person, uh, which I think may be her actually, uh, is at the table making those decisions. So I was like, okay, that that's, makes me feel good about the future, right? Um, but everybody's not doing this. It's not where we're at still. Uh, and we're hemorrhaging money, right? Like, I think it's like billions of dollars each year by, by this happening. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do ahead. I'm trying to find her name since I brought her up to to give her uh, a shout out. Um, I think it's Naomi course, not going to pop up now.
2: But that, but that is a good thing, right? So, like, that is a good thing that you do have those people that are side by side like that, because, like, the way it seems is that you, people in those positions, can always give their recommendations, right? But it ultimately, if it's a large company, right, the CEO is going to make the decision on whether or not you go for it, because the C, CIO, CTO, whatever, whatever that that person may be, um, they're they're probably not making that decision on their own, right, without. Without uh, confirmation from a CEO, COO, you know, right, right. whomever
0: has has the uh, the bank account. Right. I mean, like, right. whoever's in charge right. of the bank account? <laughs> but, but yeah. I, I think I think we are growing. You know, I, I think like I, to to stay optimistic about it. Right. Like again, these are all fundamentals. We're we're getting better at it. Um, it's just that they still have this persistent foothold. Is uh, the reason that the FBI, NSA, and, and CISA are are so concerned. Like, people are, for whatever reason, they're still holding on to this old stuff It's just not patching it, or they can't patch it. So, like, they, they continue to have easy vulnerabilities that can get be remedied as, as footholds into networks. Um, her name is uh, Naomi uh, Buckwalter. So, I follow her on LinkedIn and on, uh, on Twitter. She did the, the keynote. I thought it was pretty, pretty impressive. And it, it does give me hope. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. if, if you just get us into the right places, we can keep you from uh, hack, Hackville, <laughs> <Keep> you <laughs> front page of CNN. Um, so he's got to keep keep pressing on, keep trying. But uh, I think that wraps up this one. So, and it directly ties to Wednesday. So if you listen to this one, definitely listen to Wednesday when we talk about uh, Russia and the current Ukraine situation. Um, continue to like, share, subscribe, hit that like button, uh, share with your friends. Um, again, Monday, Tuesday topics, Wednesday is discussion. Thursday, Ask a p whenever that kicks back off. Uh, and then Fridays, uh, we talk about everything else. So hit up the website, www.theothersideofthefirewall.com to get to all our socials. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRySecurityGuy. That's R-Y-R-Y security guy. And you, LeVon?
1: Yes, sir. You can hit me up on the Twitter at LeVon Maynard.
0: There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care.